Cole steps. Deep one. Enzo caught. Touchdown. DJ Chark, the over the shoulder grab. Let's talk Injury City. And Will Sims named his baby after the best wide receiver in the NFL, DJ Check, on episode four of the MWO Fantasy Football Podcast. Tim's trying to get Melvin Gordon right now, 100%. He's trying to He's trying to, yeah, he is, right? He's trying to dangle that, Johnny. <laughs> Trying to suck his cousin in right True. now. True. Love sucking his cousin in. Need a win. Fuck off, Tim. Die. You fucking die. Better get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's getting recorded, too. <laughs> That'll be in the opener. Trade the picture. TC. Hey. What? Don't be an asshole. I won't, but that was amazing that I just found that. Was it that bitch tight handicapped again? What's his name? Ladies and gentlemen, George Kittle. I feel like the Land Sharks are going to be a really scrappy team. Yeah, like win three games. <laughs> How awful is that division, though? Alex is a shit team. I should have just gave the clothes back from Alex. He probably works part-time at Superstore. <laughs> He's probably JD's assistant. Woman does. Matt Ryan. <sighs> Calvin Ridley. <sighs> Matt Ryan. <sighs> Push. Push! You can't push your way out of the game! <laughs> push! Alex has a shit team. Thanks for tuning in to episode 4 of the NWO Fantasy Football Podcast. We've got no shortage of things to talk about. The NFL is supplying us with endless content right now. Uh, with all the injuries, the trades, everything going on in the world of fantasy football. Um, we're going to have a lot to cover, and we're going to do it in a short amount of time here for you today. Uh, so first things first, uh, we're going to flesh out these injuries a little bit because they are many and they are significant. Uh, if you're the owner of Drew B, <laughs> if you're the owner of Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger, you might need a quarterback. Uh, <laughs> in our league, uh, JD is the unfortunate. Uh, owner of both of those players in our two quarterback super flex league. Uh, so JD, uh, obviously made a move. Uh, we'll hop right into that, uh, trading, uh, Carlos Hyde for Gar- Gardner? Gardner Minshew? Is that his name? I don't know. This poor guy's irrelevant. Uh, but he's a warm body. Uh, so it's someone that JD can throw in at quarterback. Um, I mentioned in our group chat that he didn't get appropriate value for a player that's getting as many touches as Carlos Hyde is. Uh, running backs that average 15 carries a game in the NFL are few and far between. Um, so I think he should have got more than Gardner friggin' Minshew, but that's just me. You live by the sword, die by the sword. Um, so JD is obviously going to be rolling out Andy Dalton and Minshew uh, at quarterback. Uh, we'll see what he does on the waiver wire. If he, uh, yeah, he actually cut uh, cut Ben Roethlisberger outright. I was a little surprised by that. Put Breeze on IR and uh, and cut Big Ben. So the Big Ben experience is is short lived for the angry Bulldogs. 
Are they any angry bulldogs, or are they just the bulldogs? I don't even know. Maybe they're not angry anymore. They won. They won a championship last year, so maybe they're just the bulldogs, or maybe he's just always angry. I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, but we'll see what he does. Uh, you've obviously got the replacements for those two quarterbacks available on the waiver wire: uh, Mason Rudolph and Teddy B. Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, so JD might be. Uh, Looking at one of those guys to, to kind of fill his third quarterback spot, or maybe not. I don't know what's in that guy's head. I stopped trying to figure that out a long time ago. Anyway, moving on. Um, we're just going to kind of bounce around, talk about a bunch of different things regarding uh, what's happened in the first two weeks of the fantasy football season. Uh, one thing I've pointed out for our league in particular here is parity. Uh, we've obviously got eight teams at one and one right now. Uh, Aaron's atop the league at 2-0. and JD, who we just mentioned, is at the bottom at 0-2. Um, but scoring, forget that. Uh, scoring 1-8 through eight is very tight. Um, only separated by about 50 points. Uh, and then you've got TC and JD bringing up the rear, uh, which are separated by more than just 50 points. Um, but yeah, I think that the high scorer right now, I forget who it was, uh, at 435. And the 8th Highest scoring team is only at 388. So, uh, what's that? Quick math. 47 points separating first from eighth in scoring. So, uh, the league's wide open right now. Unless you're TC or JD and then it's not so wide open because you can't put up points. Uh, but points don't matter in this league. What, what matters is obviously head to head single game matchups in week two. Uh, you know, cumulative points over the course of 13 weeks. Unimportant. Um, anyway. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Like, is that the Batman versus Superman, um, of the NFL this year or what? We get to see them head to head this week. That's going to be amazing. Those guys are averaging 39 points per game each. Uh, obviously unsustainable, I think. Maybe not. I, <laughs> that's absurd. Like, if you, if you average high 20s, uh, as a quarterback, you're, you're doing great. 39 points a game is, Absolutely ridiculous. They're probably going to put up a bunch of points against each other this week. But I must say, the Baltimore defense, uh, quite a bit uh, better than the Kansas City Chiefs defense. So maybe not. You know, this is kind of, it's weird to say a tough matchup for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but it might be tough sledding. Um, I think that game's in Kansas City. Should have that in front of me. I'm not sure. Um but I think Lamar might actually outproduce him this week from a fantasy perspective anyway. We'll see what happens. Um, a couple other interesting tidbits. Uh, who's skill testing question? I'm going to ask you guys two questions here. So just top of your head, don't look. Don't pause the podcast and look it up. Who do you think the number five scoring player in the league is right now? Just overall. All the quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, everyone. Number five overall. I'll give you a minute. Think about it. You know, you got Lamar, you got fourth round. Just trying to get the laptop operating here. Um, I'm going to go take a look. Yeah, Austin Eckler is just, who needs Melvin Gordon? Like, this is the worst case scenario for Melvin Gordon. Obviously, Alex being the owner in our league, um, the Chargers just go ahead, go ahead and hold out. Like, they're, you know, Austin Eckler Austin is averaging 32.3 points a game right now. Like, he is just flexing. Obviously, he's doing that on the back of his PPR ability. He's got six catches in each of the first two games. Uh, he's scored four times, four touchdowns. It's just crazy, you know. He's not he's not even rushing the ball tremendously well. 
He has 58 yards and 66 yards in these first two games. Justin Jackson is out producing him on the ground um, in total yards and in average. Uh, but Austin Eckler, just PPR machine, 16, or sorry, 96 yards in game one, 67 in game two. So 150 plus yards, uh, through two games. That is insane. Just thought I'd point that out. Kind of an interesting tidbit. Nice pick by, uh, Ian. Uh, we all kind of missed that one a little bit. Although, I mean, he went early fourth. I think it was like 32 overall. Um, I don't know. Hindsight's always 2020, obviously. Uh, next question. Who's the number 12 overall player in our league right now? This, you know, I, I'm caveat with our league because we have, you know, varying scoring bonuses and stuff like that. So it's a little different from your kind of boring old average or PPR league. Uh, who you got? I'll give you a second here. Do, 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 do. Case Keenum? <laughs> Let me check, check the math on that. Case Keenum is the 12th overall scoring player in our league right now. He's the number five quarterback, and he's averaging 28 points a game. He was available on the waiver wire. He went undrafted. Uh, and then we had that whole mix-up with our waiver wire where, anyway, Aaron ended up getting him. So he's on Aaron's roster right now. Uh, but he's has 600 yards and five touchdowns. Is it for real? I don't think so. You know, I can't, I can't imagine this. He had a big 36-point game to start the year. I uh, followed up with the 19-point game against Dallas, which is pretty pedestrian. So he's kind of living off of, off of that first, uh, the first game. So that was pretty shocking when I noticed that. Uh, but again, not something that I think is going to be sustained at all. Uh, in our league, we're going into week three. Uh, we've got Ian versus Press. Uh, again, a lot of these matchups are going to be one and one versus one and one teams because most of us are at this point. Uh, Ian is projected to score 230 points this week, 194 for press. These flea flicker projections are usually not a great indication of, uh, outcome necessarily. I should actually, someone should do a study on that to see how accurate or inaccurate they are. Uh, anyway, you've got about a whew, 35 point spread right now. Uh, Ian's team, obviously widely regarded as, you know, one of the kind of powerhouse teams in the league. It's pretty, pretty deep and balanced top to bottom. Uh, I won't run through the whole team for everyone here for all 10 teams, but I'll obviously point out the guys that are probably going to either be significantly high scoring or, you know, guys that I think might not do particularly well for guys. Uh, Tom Brady's been great for him. He got him late in the first, no, second round. Excuse me. He was a second round pick, uh, up against the Jets. Uh, you never know with the Patriots, right? Like, they just obliterated the Dolphins, but Brady didn't need to do a whole, whole lot. So, you know, you got Antonio Brown there now. Josh Gordon, you know, not doing too much. Kaylee's not doing too much. <laughs> and uh, Julian Edelman, uh, you know, the offense is loaded. You'd think Brady would be slinging it all around the yard, but he's kind of just being, you know, 42-year-old. I want to win a seventh Super Bowl. I don't care how we do it, kind of Brady. Um, Winston, Stafford, the other quarterbacks. Uh, Ian needs Kamara to step up in a big way. He's been kind of not the superstar that we come to expect. Eckler, we mentioned, is just a monster. Um, Cooper, you know, he's got Hollywood Brown in his lineup now. So he's he's got big boom potential. Um, he's got a really low floor, or sorry, high floor as well. You know, I can't imagine that this team... You know, does what TC's team did and scores 130 points. Like, I think 180 or 185 is probably Ian's floor. 
Uh, and then on the other side, you got Press. Uh, Press got a hole in his lineup right now. Who's that? Kicker? Oh, yeah, because he dropped Vinatieri. Um, so Press obviously blew the doors off of week one, got really excited, and then just came crashing down to earth in week two. Um, he's got the three-headed monster at quarterback, Ryan, Murray, Trubisky. He needs those guys to be good. Um, if he's going to have success, it's got to be on their backs and Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey had, what, seven points last week? Just terrible. Can't can't have that. I don't imagine that happens too many more weeks this year. They've got the Cardinals. He probably bounces back to his regular form. Um, and then, you know, this is a very boom-bust team. That's just how they're kind of set up. You got Cooper Cup that went crazy last week. Lockett had a terrible week one and then bounced back. Watkins had an amazing week one, then nothing. Djax, amazing week one, nothing last week, got hurt. Um, so Press is all over. Press is like the schizophrenic franchise <laughs> in this league. Like, you don't know which version of the team is going to show up. It's completely unpredictable. I, I have no idea. He's got Raheem Moster in his lineup this week. You know, he went, he went ham, um, against the Bengals. Who knows how that plays out? They're playing, uh, in San Francisco versus Pittsburgh. So, I don't know. I'm not going to give you predictions or anything like that because that's not what you pay me to do. Um, but you got to think Ian's probably the, uh, the betting favorite in that matchup. Next up, we got Kaylee versus, oops, I'm on week two. Uh, Kaylee versus Mount McKinley. Uh, this is a really even matchup. Uh, according to Fleet Flickers projections, only a five point difference between the two of them. Let's start with Kaylee. Uh, at the top, Patrick Mahomes, superstar, hilariously only projected for 23 points versus the Ravens. That is hard to believe. Uh, even though I said, you know, they might bottle him up a little bit, I think he can like break his leg and still get 23 fantasy points the way that guy throws the ball around. Um, Jacoby Brissett against Atlanta. He's been serviceable. You know, that worked out to be an okay pickup for Kaylee. Uh, and then he's got Chubb, Brita, and Fournette. Uh, pretty good running back, stable. But again, guys that have low floors, you know, they'll, they'll throw you like a an eight or nine point game every once in a while. Um, they can also go for 25 or 30. So, you know, a little bit of uh, variance there. Uh, his receivers should be good. Uh, Hilton's been great with Brissett. Emmanuel Sanders has just been an absolute revelation. That guy uh, blowing his Achilles and doing what he's doing with Joe Flacco at quarterback is very impressive. And then Robert Woods is kind of the steady-as-you-go kind of receiver. Um, so, yeah, Kaylee's got a good-looking roster. Like he, He'll probably do what Kaylee does and get six or seven wins and just miss the playoffs or just make the playoffs. You know, the guy seems just hamstrung. He can't kind of climb to that you know next level of elite team in this league. Um, the potential is there for it. Don't get me wrong. Josh Gordon on the bench this week just slid down to his bench to take a look. Um, Debo says great bench really though. Debo Samuel, Jerome, uh, Geronimo Allison. Uh, he's got Miles Sanders down there, Rashad Penny. So yeah, he's got obviously Sam Darnold, uh, with the mono. That sucks. Um, and then over to Mount McKinley. This is a team that I thought was probably the worst team post draft. Uh, but they're 2 and 0. So there you go. Kudos to Aaron. He's finding a way to get it done. Um, he's got Eli Manning in his roster, or sorry, in his lineup right now. That's probably not going to remain there uh, with him losing his job to Daniel Jones. Uh, so you've got to think, who's his other quarterback? Oh, Case Keenum. There you go. Problem solved. Hey, play the number 12 fantasy quarterback and you'll be okay. 
so you got to think Keenum and Goff will be his guys this week. Uh, let me look here. The running backs are, I mean, Henry's been great this year and, uh, can't argue with that. Um, DJ out in Arizona kind of always, he underwhelms me. Montgomery hasn't broke, breaking out yet. You got him on Monday night against the Redskins. Uh, I don't know how this team's doing. No, I'm sorry, Aaron. Uh, Tyrell Williams, uh, he's nicked up. I don't know if he's going to play this week. He also will draw Xavier Rhodes in his matchup, so that's rough. Then you got Michael Thomas without Drew Brees. DJ Moore potentially without Cam. Oh, my gosh. So we're doom and gloom for Val McKinley. Uh, so, yeah, Kelly, we'll see if he can take advantage of a, a wounded uh, mountainous team. And uh, and go to two and one. Sorry, Aaron. I'm into shit on you, but uh, just looking at the numbers here. Uh, let's do my matchup next. So my matchup with Sims. This is another big variance uh, in terms of the projected scoring. It's two ten to one seventy one right now, which is kind of insane. I like Sims' team, as I will run through here. Um, Carr and Mayfield haven't been great, uh, and it's a tough matchup for Carr. Uh, but I got to think. Well, geez, Mayfield, I guess, against the Rams. That's a good secondary, too. Actually, those are kind of tough quarterback matchups for him this week. Uh, but he's got Christian Kirk, uh, Mack, Carrion Johnson, and then his big guns. You know, you got Julio, Odell. Odell went crazy. They both went crazy this week. Uh, and that's Sims' roster, right? Like, he's going to need those two to eat. Uh, you got James Conner, Galladay. You know, you need Mack to be Mack, kind of do what he did week one. Um, he's streaming tight ends right now after the Henry injury. Vernon Davis in his lineup. Um, so he's kind of similar to Press in some ways, where he's got kind of really high ceiling, really low floor. Could go either way. Uh, in my lineup right now, I'm rolling out Deshaun Watson, uh, Josh Allen, which I'm thrilled about, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who had a bounce back week last week, which is great. Uh, so I'm pretty happy with those guys. Uh, Gurley and Barkley, everyone knows those are my kind of my staples. Uh, Gurley's been a little underwhelming, although still finding a way to, to produce enough points that I don't want to slip my wrists. Uh, I think he's like, he's, he's a number two running back statistically right now. I think he's like 18 or 17. Uh, so not great. I, I would like him to be performing at like four or five points higher average than he is right now, but I'm not too mad about it. Uh, and then my shitty wide receivers, uh, you've got Devontae Adams, uh, Randall Cobb will slide into that kind of number two target role with Gallup being out for a couple games. Uh, and the, the next Hall of Fame wide receiver in the NFL, DJ Shark. I'm pretty happy about that. Tough matchup though against Tennessee. Uh, Logan Ryan, Logan Ryan and Malcolm Butler have been balling out. That defense looks really good on Thursday night. And he's got a Q tag right now. I think he twisted an ankle or something. Uh, so he might not even play. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as much of a blowout as Flea Flicker is predicting. Hopefully I win. Ruin, yeah. Sims having a great week though, right? He's having a baby, so he doesn't need a fantasy win. Like, he's got a baby. That's enough of a victory. Um, I'll take the win. You take the baby. Uh, okay, the toilet bowl. We've got the Angry Bulldogs versus the Vikes. Just abysmal. Wow. JD is projected to score 158 points right now. Uh, granted, he's missing a something from his lineup here. It looks like a flex of some kind. Um, anyway, we'll run through this right quick, even though no one cares. I should just skip this. Wouldn't it be funny if I just didn't preview it? No, nah, I won't do that to you guys. I want you to listen. Uh, Dalton and Minshew. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Damian Williams with a questionable tag. Wicked. Uh, 
Joe Mixon's been a huge bust. Alshon Jeffrey, he's not playing for two to four weeks. DeAndre Hopkins, he had like 13 points last week. Should have traded him to me when he had the chance. Oh, well. Uh, John Brown, he's just feeding off of uh, Josh Allen right now. He's playing really well. Uh, A. Brown, who's that? A. Brown. Well, let me look him up. 17 for the Patriots. No, I don't know who that guy is. He must be like an undrafted guy. Uh, anyway, he's uh, 15.7 points. Good projection. We'll see what happens there. Uh, and then Travis Kelsey against Baltimore. Ooh, that's a tough matchup. They got him down for about 20 points. I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. He's a beast, though. And then over on the other side, the worst roster in the league, uh, you've got uh, Phillip Rivers and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins might throw the ball 15 times this game against Oakland. Like, you got to like, put the ball in the air. Like, I get it, the whole, you know, Zimmer thing. He wants to, you know, play defense and run the ball. Like, just, you've got, like, two really good wide receivers and a very below-average quarterback. That's a recipe for, you know, mediocrity. And at least, you know, throw the ball 25 times a game. Anyway, whatever. Le'Veon Bell, he's uh, the entire offense. Right now in the Jets, uh, I heard a report that he's actually going to play quarterback this week, uh, Ronnie Brown style. So do a little wildcat. That's pretty cool. Uh, they don't really have another choice. And he can pass. Uh, Carlos Hyde, which he got for a bag of doorknobs. Uh, Keenan Allen, Thielen. Obviously, TC needs his receivers to uh, be very good. He's still got Corey Davis in his lineup. That's just ignorance at its finest. Spent a fifth-round pick on him. He gets um, the ghost of Jalen Ramsey this week, uh, so I'm sure that'll work out well. And then uh, TJ Baby Gronk Hawkinson, who put up an astounding 1.6, 1.8 points last week. Yeah, he's Baby Gronk, all right. And then D.D. Westbrook, who also had one catch last week. Um, yeah, just a, just a complete shit roster. You've got friggin' McCoy on the bench with a Q tag. Edo Smith, who might be the starter at this point, since Freeman sucks so much, that's probably the best. Edo Smith might be the fourth best player on TC's team, to be honest with you. Uh, Alex Mattinson, who I lost twenty bucks to this week, he's projected for an astounding four point four one points. I can't believe these guys are actually on someone's bench. Daryl Henderson, he, I saw he picked up Daryl Henderson. What? What's the play there? This guy got one snap in week one. Like I know, I'm just praying for a fucking girly injury. That bit, like he. The guy's not playing. Like, anyway, you just go ahead, burn a roster spot. Same thing with Ryquel Armstead. Like, yeah, that seemed like a good idea at first. Great, he's projected for three points. Marquise Goodwin. Oh, my God. Just, like, sell the franchise and, like, move to Tacoma or something. It's, it's, it's that bad. Like, he might, my, my loss to him in week one might be his only win of the season. We might be looking at one in 12 here, guys. Like, it's just amazing. I mean, you've got a guy that doesn't even understand the rules of the league, you know, loses his mind this morning, him and Sims. Let's just hash this out. I'm sure all the non-league listeners are going to love this league drama. This is a league podcast at this point, let's face it. Woke up crying that there's no more divisions because Ian and I were ranked higher than them and Sims beat Ian and TC beat me. And they didn't realize, apparently, that points four is the new playoff timebreaker rather than head-to-head matchups. So when we had divisions, head-to-head matchups mattered because division matchups mattered. That's that's how that worked, but it was a flawed system. You know, we saw how it was a flawed system, and it was easy to see a scenario where, as I explained, two teams finish 7-6, and six, one scores 2,200 points, the other scores 2,500 points. 
why should the 2,500 point team not make the playoffs because they lost to the 22 point hundred team in week two or what? Like it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Not to mention when you voted on it and you both voted for it, it passed six to three. It literally said in the title that we were changing the first tiebreaker to points four. Like I get it that it was like five months ago and we all kind of forgot about it because we passed it and moved on and it was just the new reality. Anyway, sidebar. Holy crap. Sims is having a baby today, and he's up ranting and yelling on the group chat. Friggin' Atlanta's water breaks at 8 a.m. This guy is friggin' keyboard warrioring through his friggin' iPhone, yelling at me. The fuck out of here. Anyway, which one of these matchups haven't I done yet? Uh, okay, we got the Land Sharks. This is a very sharky-themed uh, podcast. Uh, we got the Land Sharks versus uh, Trust the Process. Quick little shout out, shout out to Trust the Process. Um, almost beat me this week. You know, that roster's been pretty good. I must say, you know, Alex had a lot of picks. You know, he's kind of the butt of a lot of jokes, but uh, his team's looking, you know, like a possible, not, I don't want to say contender, but he should be in contention for a playoff spot, uh, especially given the quarterbacks. Let's give him his due with Dak Prescott. It was a horrible pick at the time, but it's worked out. Do, now, here's the thing. Let's parse this, because I see Alex is, like, posting on Slack once in a while here, like, blah, 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 you know, Dak Prescott, what, like, you guys are idiots. So, it's worked out, and he's been amazing, and he's putting up tons of points, and it looks like he's probably, this is the type of thing that'll continue, uh, assuming they stay healthy, you know, they need guys like Gallup to stay in the lineup. Um, but the Kellen Moore offense is clicking for Prescott. So, here's the issue, and this is kind of the issue that I had with the Minshew hide trade it's worked out but it doesn't mean that it was the right pick at that spot it was still a terrible pick you know nobody was taken i shouldn't say nobody i don't think he had a second round pick right yeah he had a million picks you don't take dak prescott in that spot of the draft and that i think that's what everyone kind of freaked out about uh no one saw this coming i mean maybe alex thought that he was going to be good um but I would still contend that it was a terrible pick at the time, and it just so happened that it's worked out. Anyway, we could spend a lot of time talking about that. Dalvin Cook, uh, holy crap. That guy's just been a world beater. Um, okay, let's do the sidebar. Let's break down this trade because, you know, I see everyone shitting on Ian. Every, everyone, TC, you know, shitting on Ian for that trade. That was still the right trade. Like, I'd have to go back and look and see what Ian did with the other picks that he got from Alex. Um but Cooper's been, you know, very good. You know, not Delvin Cook good, uh, but that was obviously a roster kind of manipulation type move that Ian made. Uh, and let's face it, it worked out for Alex, and it worked out. It worked out for both of them. That's a great trade. Has does Ian regret it? I don't know. Would he undo it? Maybe. I guess if you knew he was going to be this good, you would want more. But uh, anyway, just sidebar on that too. Josh Jacobs has been. Uh, he had a really good week one and then kind of came back down to earth. I think he'll be all right this year. Um, Julian Edelman, Cooks, Ridley, Robinson. This is a pretty good team. Uh, and then the Landsharks. Let's talk about the Landsharks for a while because they're looking like a monster team. Uh, I would put Mox and Ian right now at the top of the league in terms of just roster quality. Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers is sensational at quarterback. Uh, Mox had a plan, obviously, to, to target quarterbacks early, and it worked out. I think everyone wanted Lamar Jackson. I sure as hell did. Uh, I know 
a lot of the other guys that I talked to did. Most people liked them. You know, Kaylee obviously liked them a lot. I think Ian liked them. I think Sims liked them. You know, a lot of people were going to take Lamar Jackson. I don't think anyone thought that he would go that early. And not that it was a bad spot. I was just, you know, I was hoping that he was going to, like, slip. Jeez, I didn't pick till 26. So I was hoping that he was going to, like, make it to kind of the mid-second. And then I was planning on, like, jumping up and just giving away whatever to get him. Because I really liked him. So great pick, Mox. That's worked out sensationally. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, Carson, and two other guys, you know. Things are starting to fall into place and click here for Mox. Aaron Jones had a big, big week. Uh, Carson did fumble, I believe, and lost a few carries to Penny. Penny kind of flashed a little bit, so I don't know how safe the the Chris Carson um, hold is on that RB one spot in Seattle. But for now, it's still it's still a good play. Evans has been bad. The Tampa Bay offense has been bad. Jameis Winston. Um, I can't see that lasting. Like, I gotta think, you know, they turn that around. Bruce Arians, you got Godwin Evans, OJ Howard. Like, it's kind of like a sleeping giant in some ways. Um, so I think that whole offense will eventually get it going. They got the Giants this week. It could be this week. Uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, just, <laughs> hey, Kirk Cousins, throw the football. <laughs> Mox would love that. Tyler Boyd's been a great pick. Mox got him in the third round. Uh, Chris Thompson, Mark Andrews, just a revelation. You know, what a great pair, uh, him and Jackson. Um, so, you know, I, I, again, not picking matchups here, but that looks pretty good for Mox. Like every week against Mox is going to be a tough week. I think he's, uh, finally going to be kind of in that final four at the end and this time not starting like Doug Martin, <laughs> Jordy Nelson or whoever the hell he had in the semifinals last year. Semifinals, quarterfinals. I can't remember. Anyway, that should about do it. I think we're probably close to half an hour or so here. Uh, thanks for tuning in to episode four. I know you guys have been hungry. Yeah, we're at 30 minutes. Perfect. I know you guys have been hungry for some podcasts. I'm going to try and do these as regularly as I possibly can. I would love to do it once a week. There might be some weeks where my life does not permit that. Uh, but it's been fun, and I enjoyed it. And I promise we will get uh, some of you guys on to talk, because I know these ones where I just ramble on are not like the most enjoyable, but at least it's something to to listen to for half an hour. Uh, Good luck this week, and we'll talk to you guys soon.